0: Love & Watches is a podcast for male and female watch lovers alike. Perpetual Girl and Ranch Racer are a watch-crazy wife and husband team, bringing you the latest in news, gossip, controversy, and anything else that matters in the world of watches. We hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hey, fellow watch lovers, welcome to episode five of Love & Watches. This is host number one, Ranch Racer.
0: And this is Perpetual Girl.
1: Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're a bit dried out. We just got back from our topic today. Uh, we were in Las Vegas for, what were we there for? Couture time. Yeah, it was It was a really cool show. This was actually our first, this is our first show we've ever been to. It was actually pretty, it was a little intimidating at first, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was cool.
0: I felt a little bit like a hillbilly.
1: Yeah, you, you dressed up nice though. I, th- I thought we both dressed up pretty nice. I cleaned nice. up okay. I got some nice compliments on my tie shot, my tie and watch shot on Instagram. So I thought that went pretty good. But yeah, so we were out at Couture Time, had an amazing time out there. We were out in Vegas for four days, um, had some uh, great meetings with some of the manufacturers out there. This is probably going to cover, I'd say it's probably going to cover a couple shows, if not three shows. Uh, We had the opportunity to interview an amazing gentleman. Uh, Mr. Yoshifusa Nakasawa-san, who is the Master Watchmaker at Grand Seiko's Micro Artist mm-hmm. Studio, so that was a, an amazing experience.
0: That could possibly be the highlight of the whole
1: show. I, I think it probably was. There
0: were a lot of highlights, but that was real, we were really honored.
1: It was very humbling, him. and he was working he was actually sitting there with a camera working on the shoot, I'm going to free. oh, it was the Krador um Sonare so the chiming every hour, I think, or however that works, it sounded amazing. Yeah, I mean, it they had a so camera cool.
0: set up. He was working on the movement at the same time so we could see close up what was going on. And I do have to apologize for my voice because it was very dry there. So. Yeah,
1: we're we're both still uh, recovering from that. But <laughs> um, it's dry where we live, but not quite. It's not exactly down to like 3%. So it was... Uh, Needless to say, it was not humid, which is where I'm going to Florida next week, and it's (laughs) going to be 80%, so that'll be interesting. Um, But yeah, we saw a lot of great brands. We saw Longines, we saw Grand Seiko, Mont Blanc, Oris, Philip Stein, we'll talk about them, Anonymous, Meistersinger, Bell & Ross. We just saw all kinds of brands, so it was a busy day and a half at the show. Uh, What was cool was that we actually spent... Our third full day there, just doing stuff together, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually when we go to Vegas, it's for my sales conference for my day job. And I sleep. And you sleep and go to the pool and I work. So (laughs) we don't get to do (laughs) a lot together. So it was fun to spend time together and, you know, not just at the show, but actually doing some shopping too. So uh, we also did drop in on a few brands that we hadn't scheduled Interviews with, so we'll talk a little bit about those <clears> brands <throat> as well. um But yeah, it was I know mean, it was a cool show. It was um hot. God, it was warm. That, that town is so that hot. Was tough. Got up to 107 the day we before we left. The day before we left, it was 107. Mm-hmm. So definitely gets up there. You cab it pretty much everywhere. You don't walk in Vegas. You hop a cab since every since each hotel is like a block away from each other. So. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Should we start with a little wrist check? To sure. Get the show
0: going. Shall I start? Go for it. I'm wearing the Santos de Cartier, and it's kind of a interesting story how this uh, how we ended up with this one. And I know that I I may have been a little rough on Cartier in one of our last podcasts, but yeah, they, they I but I, I I I wasn't knocking the brand. I was just voicing my opinion on a little philosophy and some observations I made about their, their offerings being geared towards men as far as automatics and more sophisticated movements and the women's offerings being, um, sort of pigeonholed into a, uh, bedazzling diamond quartz. quartz. And I I might've been a little harsh, but I wasn't, I've lost my filter as I approach 50. (laughs) So, but i love their pieces. so one of the things i wanted to look at when we went to las vegas was i wanted to go to a real cartier boutique because we're, we live up in the hills and we don't we don't have one within a couple hundred miles. so yeah. so when we got there we actually got to go to one, you we, know.
1: that was our shopping day on sunday. that was our, shop- was that our shopping uh, day uh, on no, sunday. no we
0: we peeked in
1: we peeked in on saturday on our, on our way... way to the show for the second morning. Mm-hmm. that's right.
0: So we stopped in and looked and I've wanted to look at the medium size men's Santos, not the ladies or
1: in all stainless
0: in all stainless. So we stopped in and I was very excited and our sales associate was very cordial and very fashionable, very young, young man, cute and not as cute as you.
1: No no one's as cute as me. (laughs)
0: So we were talking in, a, in the the sample piece that I was shown was the two tone yellow gold and steel, Right. and I really wanted to see the. And I, I almost kind of felt like I was taking up his time.
1: Well, you mentioned you're like a, the stainless is really that's really the one it's I've been really want to look
0: at, and he kind of didn't say anything. And then you finally asked, yeah. "Do you have the stainless?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, I've got one in the window. I could go get." And it's like.
1: Yeah, like we were. Just instead of saying, this time.
0: instead of saying, "I'll go get it," right, because he could sell it to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we didn't look like we were willing to buy.
1: I don't know, but I pretty much said, "Okay, thanks," and we walked out, right?
0: Uh, well, yeah, pretty much. And I said, "You know, I'm I'm tired. It was a long day, and actually, it wasn't a long day. We was on our way. Yeah, it was. I was we already I was started. already tired. I, I have a <laughs> low tolerance, so so on our day off. We went to another bucket list place, and it's so funny that we say bucket list because it really was our bucket list, yeah. Torno, yeah, in at the, the Caesar yeah, shops, yeah. and we went in and we kind of drooled over the Daytonas and looked for fun. and. There was a gal there, I oh, think. And, uh, by the way, no mm-hmm.
1: stainless steel Daytona. So don't everyone get excited and fly to Vegas to find a stainless no. Daytona. They are non existent.
0: No, all they had was platinum, white yeah, gold.
1: They're not I mean, I think the main Rolex boutique had a platinum. And then there was a gold one at Torno, but that was it. There's no stainless steel models. So anyway, that just just an aside.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Dry throat. Okay. So we got there and there was a a gal, I don't know what her role was she might have been um working in the office but she was out doing something and she said oh would you like to see something and we said sure and she's like oh i'll get somebody so she called someone over and this this adorable young blonde gal you know bounces in and Mm -hmm. immediately is sweet and we're cracking jokes about the music playing and she didn't know. She was amazing. Yeah, she we didn't we hadn't told her that we do a podcast or are involved, you know, recently involved in doing watch reviews. And she was just so amazing and and yeah, non-judgmental yeah. and we started looking at things, chit-chatting um and I started looking at the the men's Santos.
1: Well, yeah, cuz she we I tried on the Rolex, a couple of Rolexes for fun. The, for fun and then she said is there anything else you'd like to look at and we're like, yeah, let's go look at Cartier. Look. Yeah. And so, that was, so she took us over there. She took us
0: over and she showed it to me and it was just a great experience. And I, and we bought it.
1: I mean, that took about two minutes to decide. You tried on that stainless and you're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah.
0: And she made us feel so at ease. Her name is Christina. Hi, Christina.
1: Yeah. She was just awesome.
0: So um, we, and then we later told her that we had a podcast and started mm-hmm. talking about it. We found out we had some common interests with animals and she just made an instant connection with us and was so down to earth and nice that i think um i think the boutiques could kind of take a, a little bit of a note advice. to cartier <laughs> boutique employees <laughs> be friendly yeah. and welcoming yeah. to
1: every single person that walks because through we doors. love
0: your we love your brand <clears throat> but i wasn't i didn't they lost a the sale i felt plain un- i felt uncomfortable in the boutique
1: now, we did go, just before we get to my risk check, we did go into the Chopard Boutique at the Wynn. Yes, we dropped um, we in for fun. We spent an hour in there talking with those just two gals. Talking. Wonderful, wonderful pair of ladies. I mean, they were just amazing. And we're not going to mention
0: just... names because we haven't. I, I like to get permission before yeah. I kind of say too
1: much. But if you're in the market for a Chopard, that's the place to go. And it actually, was so fun. the
0: one lady was the security guard. <clears throat> Excuse so... me. <laughs> yeah we had so much to talk about and she showed us some gorgeous pieces like a chronograph a white chronograph
1: yep. that wasn't a men's watch it was a 40 millimeter chronograph and it was yeah, beautiful it was really nice.
0: beautiful and, and we neither and of good, us
1: know that much about the brand but no we don't we but, great but she
0: showed us all the the fancy happy diamonds and all the things that you know you just try on <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, all the expensive watches you can't afford, right? That was
0: a great experience. And she reached out to us after by email to thank us for coming in. And just really. And I have to say, there were a lot of women in sales this weekend that we talked to. I I was surprised.
1: Not only in sales, but representing the brands. Correct. Majority of women in the marketing department, sales. Yeah. I mean, all our first (laughs) meetings Longines,
0: Mont Blanc, um, when we went back and talked to Oris women and they were really interested in what we're doing on the podcast. Well, so. yeah,
1: they met you and they just they fell in love. They're like, Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. <laughs> we love what you're doing. So yeah, it was, it was interesting. Interesting. Thing Very interesting.
0: And, and I, I learned a lot too, because I was a little uneducated about how many women are involved in sales in the watch industry. And I, I know it's not as much as men and, and higher up it's mostly men, but it's, slowly evolving Mm -hmm. and i was really pleased to see so many women out there working you know with the the public
1: yep no i agree i agree and they were all fantastic i mean really nice down to earth Yep. very welcoming
0: and very knowledgeable
1: i think we had stickers on our foreheads that said we're brand new at this (laughs) (laughs) and we're from the hills (sighs) they were all pretty cool though
0: all right so that's my watch so i have the watch Little bit about the watch. It's um I don't know that any of the women's watches have this technology yet, but it has the quick release lug system. Yep. And the quick the adjust, quick adjust yeah. Link. Amazing, amazing, amazing.
1: It, it takes me literally about ten seconds to remove or put a link back into this bracelet for PG when I adjust it for her. I mean she could she can easily adjust this bracelet. It's a really when I first read about this after Basil, I thought, "Oh, that's kind of gimmicky." It's amazing.
0: No, it's great. And if I need, if my watch is really tight because women our our weight fluctuates a little and our fluids, whatever. Mm-hmm. Honey, can you add a link? Honey, can you remove a link? And it's, <laughs> um, he's like, "Sure, here you go." I'm like, "Oh, wow, that was
1: fast." Yeah, it, <clears> it's. <throat> I am so impressed, and you, it's easy to swap to the leather bracelet. Yes, as a leather, gorgeous leather bracelet, The leather um, strap with a deploying clasp, mm-hmm. really nice.
0: And actually, so it's, and it, you don't have to do one specific side to fasten it and it just yep. snaps right in. Yep. And the, we also, what we loved about it is that it's large enough for uh ranch Tracer to wear.
1: You know, it, it really is. I mean, I looked at the bigger one, which I think is 38 wide. I don't, I don't remember the height on either of them. This is a 35 wide because it's a rectangle. The large one was 38 41, wide.
0: This one's 41 tall. To-
1: yeah, like 41.3 lug lug I apologize lug to lug. for not
0: knowing my data. My data.
1: I, honestly, and I've got a decent sized wrist. I mean, it's probably average for a guy, seven and a mm, half.
0: I think you're a little larger. Than...
1: I, I don't know, but I, I think I would probably, if I were in the market to buy one for myself, I think it would be the medium. I don't know if it'd be the large. That's a big watch.
0: It looks classy being a little smaller than the large one. I agree. With, yeah. uh, if you're to wear it to work or it's a, more, a little more understated. Mm-hmm. And we put the, you know, the leather, leather band is really easily adjustable. So if he wants to borrow it, he can borrow it.
1: Yeah. And it's so, it's so easy. I mean, you just, within a few seconds, you swapped out the bands. If I wanted to wear it on the bracelet within a few seconds, I could pop a few links in there. And I mean, it is literally that easy. And the tolerance
0: between the leather lug where where it meets it is so close that it's a really gorgeous look. So this is sort of turning into a review on the Santos de Cartier. <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a wrist check. I mean,
1: you got to talk about it, but yeah, it's, I'm very impressed with that system. It's beautiful. Sure. I love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see.
1: All right. So I guess we'll move on to, uh, my wrist check. So we decided on the Cartier and then started looking around for me, right? We thought we're in Vegas. We're in the, if not the Western United States capital of watches, then, you know, possibly the capital in the entire United States. I mean, North there are America. so many boutiques and watch stores in Vegas on that strip. It's amazing. So anyway, we're still in toronto with our wonderful, um, salesperson, Christine and, and, uh, I started looking at some of the entry level IWCs, really cool watches, pretty thick. Um, wasn't, I wasn't super excited about him. Is the secretary making noise? No, she's good. Sorry, we got Winky the dog who's our secretary. She's laying right here, so
0: she's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: So looked at some IWCs and then went over to JLC because I really wanted to look at the new Polaris, kind of their new less expensive entry level type model. And I liked the Polaris, the blue dial especially. I thought it was a very nice, elegant watch. And then tried on the reverse. It was the dual time reverso. Mm-hmm. Black dial on one side with dual time. White dial on the other side with I think with a twenty, might have been an AM PM indicator. I don't know. But one one side was a dual time. Nice watch and gorgeous. I mean, talk about art
0: deco classic.
1: And it's iconic. I mean, that's one of the iconic watches in the watch world when you think about that. So definitely was digging it, but. We had had such a good experience over a couple of days at the Oris booth with the folks there. I really felt I needed to go look at Oris. Right, so
0: I have. I have to add that I might have been a little bit tough on JLC also in a former podcast, (laughs) and I I don't want to be known as the girl who's really hard on people. (laughs) We don't want to be blacklisted because I tried to compliment before we discussed
1: our. You were not issues. hard on JLC. You were hard on a ridiculous comment made by someone at JLC. That's it. JLC is brand makes great watches, especially for women. They have an awesome women's selection. So let's, let's be clear. You were not hard on JLC. It was a comment made by someone. Right. At JLC. I don't want
0: to I don't want to hurt feelings, but we did. We were a little tough. But it doesn't mean that I, we don't love the brand.
1: Oh yeah, I still like the brand. I wanted to look at their watches. And I, I actually cool recommended watches.
0: that we look at that particular watch. So, yeah.
1: can't and, and I, I almost I'm sitting there and I almost said, "Yep, this is the one." But then the back of my mind kept saying, "Go look at Oris." And I knew they wouldn't have like the newer models. They wouldn't have the thirty sixes yet. Some of the newer stuff like the the world timer. But I had to go look. So we we walked back to the other end of the store, and one of the first things that I saw. And I'm gonna preface this in the last episode. I talked about not really being a big fan of bronze, right?
0: Well, we're not really a big fan
1: of pink. We're not a big fan of pink, but for me what i don't what I'm not crazy about is the the way that bronze patinas and starts to age sorry the the dog is uh, taking care of business back here so so that for me it was it's more of the I like my watches to look new well. I saw they had they had just gotten it in. It was the new forty three millimeter um Carl Bashir Special Edition Bronze Chronograph and shopping was over at that point. I mean I knew that was the one. I got it out, tried it on. We weren't sure for if like it was five minutes. We thought
0: it might have been a demo piece. Like with no movement in it.
1: Well yeah, because I haven't seen them in stores. I mean they're selling pretty quick, uh, similar to the the original three that came out, I think, in twenty sixteen. So uh but I tried it on Just an amazing, amazing watch. Beautiful leather strap, beautiful bronze case, looks brand new still, Uh, you know, two register chronograph, kind of, it's got that domed sapphire crystal to make it look like an old acrylic crystal. I mean, it just, it just kind of ticked all the boxes and that was it. So. Mm,
0: And the blue is a gorgeous, it's, it's, it's got a little white in the blue, almost Mm -hmm. like a dark, dark Wedgwood color. Yep. I guess, I guess if you listen to us more than once or twice, you'll find that I'm kind of the artsy side and Ranch Racer is the... More of the tech very side, technical. I
1: guess. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I just... I mean, it just... For me, that just ticked all the boxes and it didn't leave my wrist. I don't think at that point we... I, and I thought it was a to... great
0: choice because it really fit your style, your day-to-day style. Um, it's
1: definitely a watch that I can... I would wear more than a JLC Reverso. I mean, I don't... You know, I dress up in jeans and... Country shirts pretty much, right? When I go talk to my customers. But this so.
0: does have a really nice uh it's it's very classy.
1: I think so. I mean I can wear it pretty much anywhere. Uh wouldn't wear it with a tux, but that's about it. And I think I wear a tux once every fifteen years, maybe? Twenty? Seventeen. Have I worn a tux since we got married? Maybe once. Maybe once, yeah. So probably <laughs> like every a sidebar. 15 years. <laughs> Let's just say ranch racer doesn't get dressed up all that often, (laughs) so this watch really fits me. Um. Anyway, yeah, I just I was super excited about it. Now we'll see as it ages, am I still going to like it, or am I going to be taking out the Tarnex every month or every week and wiping it down to get rid of the patina? I don't. I I think you're you're going to love
0: it because it's going to be almost like wearing a different watch. And the band is the leather band is beautiful. It's thick it reminds me of like thick thick saddle leather. Yep. And as the right now with the fresh leather band
1: and the fresh bronze And the fresh
0: bronze, it's beautiful. I think as the leather ages and the the bronze changes a little bit with the air, it's going to be gorgeous. And then you we'll can see. maybe get another band to go with it an extra uh what's the lug with do you have you thought about that or
1: looks like a 22. So you can get a different band. You can
0: get a NATO. Maybe try yeah, different can try materials. You can, I, you can play with it. It's beautiful. It
1: works so good on this band. And, I don't know if I'd yeah. change it. Yeah.
0: And you know, I can actually wear that too.
1: You can. I mean, it, it's it's pretty beefy on your wrist. You tried it on in the store and then when we got home. But it's a sports chronograph. I mean, it's a very sporty watch. You, you can definitely pull it off for, an, yep. you know.
0: And I have a blue sweater, a big chunky. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Big chunky blue sweater for winter, I could wear that You're with. You're coughing and I'm drinking wine,
1: so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think uh as a a larger watch, I think it's doable for fun if it's a statement piece for a woman.
1: I think so. Yeah, for sure. So Very we'll, pretty. Very we'll pretty. We'll see how it ages. And if I don't like it, I can always turn exit and let it age again mm-hmm. and see what I think. I mean, if you think about, it really does fit what it represents. If you think about those old big old brass diver helmets that guys like Carl Brashear wore. You know, you look at them today and they're tarnished. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how it turns out. But I like the idea behind the watch, too. It's a, an amazing story. I'm not going to go into it now, but uh, yeah. So well, that's you
0: could. Maybe another time.
1: We'll put it on the website, maybe. I think most folks listening to this have probably heard the story, but we can always put it up on the website. So that's my wrist check. So we should probably get Wonderful. in the show here. So
0: Well, we've only got... A few minutes left, actually.
1: Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, so we're just going to kind of go through and talk about some of the brands that we saw and that we met with. Uh, the first one, actually. So most of these brands I reached out to after I registered for the show, um, you know, as press for wristwatch, wristwatch Review, who I, as most of you know, I write for. Um, so once I had registered, I started reaching out to all these brands, started getting appointments. Um, but this brand actually was the only brand that reached out to us, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, we didn't know anything about these guys, nothing.
0: When they approached us, we didn't. Yeah. And I remember you said, Hey honey, what do you think of this? What, you know, what's your, what's your thoughts? You know, not good or bad. You know, you are very honest and that's, um, and I think, I think sometimes people just make a judgment and they're like, nah, we don't want any, any kind of alternative.
1: Yeah. You look at a website or something and you yeah, just make that judgment. Someone call makes that's a judgment it, right? based
0: on one little thing that they don't like about mm-hmm. it or a philosophy. But uh, we try to be really open-minded mm-hmm. and we look at everything. So do you want to talk about that? No, go for it. So oh, what was sure. the brand? So, <clears throat> so the brand is Philip Stein. And they were actually featured, not recently, but they've been featured on Oprah Winfrey and... I don't watch the show, but I know of it.
1: And she has like a favorites. She does a thing called,
0: I think, what is it? My favorite things. Okay. Where I believe she picks something out and then she gives one of these things to everybody in the audience. Mm. And they featured her watch because she actually had one of her watches. Um, Madonna actually also had one of her watches.
1: Of the Philip Stein yes. watches, okay, or
0: his watch, their watches.
1: There, so that, but that was the other thing: is it was founded by a husband wife couple, which is obviously very close to our hearts. So it was interesting. That's mm-hmm. right away.
0: So Madonna had one. Her trainer at the time said, "Try this," and she really loved it. Um, Oprah had it, gave it away on her show. Apparently, I don't know when, but it's got a technology. It has a disc in it. It looks like it's made out of some sort of copperish. Material i'm not sure how large it is because it's in the watch we we didn't take it apart, of course
1: yeah they're they're like smaller than a penny, and even the large watches and
0: they're quartz there are a few automatics,
1: yeah, they do make some automatics they're, the automatics With are quite large, yep,
0: but uh most are quartz, and the technology is and i i if i'm please don't be upset I,
1: I'm actually laughing at your note finding your of <laughs> the whole. So much for HIPAA privacy. I know so
0: much for <laughs> HIPAA privacy. So I I have an autoimmune disease and
1: and I have suffered from migraines.
0: So we I saw it and I'm like, this is great because mm-hmm. I have I have severe chronic pain, and I thought I'll try anything. And I saw this and I looked through the selections. They have a wonderful variety. They have everything, any shape, any style, any diver, mm-hmm. any two tone, rose, yellow, steel, round, square.
1: Yeah, they've got it all beautiful um and the quality when you actually see the watches and pick them up hefty. i mean they've got weight to them they don't feel like i mean i'm not gonna name a brand but they don't feel like lightweight cheap junk right i mean they really feel like they have substance they're well made we do we do we look at those under a loop i can't remember if we looked at those under. i don't a loop. remember it's a blur but to, i mean just to the naked eye that i can remember the quality was very nice i was right. very very impressed with the quality
0: so the technology is, it works based on a, a frequency.
1: Um, it's like it absorbs, it's supposed to absorb the natural frequencies in the air, right? Or correct. around us. And we
0: know that frequencies mean something because quartz works on a frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, and this draws a specific frequency through the disc into your skin. And it actually, there's two watches. There's a daytime and an <clears> evening. <throat> yep. The evening draws one frequency, the daytime another. The evening actually um increases your melatonin production by 20% so which is which is sleep. a real thing they've done yeah. a study I don't have the details right now to present but it does help people sleep not some things don't work for everybody it's just like any other medication or treatment or or uh, therapy but some people it really works for them the daytime tends to perhaps make you have more energy or feel more grounded, but it kind of reminded me of the technology of grounding earthing, where a lot of people feel that if you are close to the earth, the ground and the negative ions like by the ocean, that is a real thing, whether it works for you or not, it could be a placebo effect and, or it could help you. It's all, it's all subjective. You know, it's whatever works for you. And some people are really turned off by that sort of thing, but we try to have an open mind.
1: I guess my, my feeling was after we we looked at all the pieces and left and talked about it was whether you think the tech the the disc technology is cool or works or not. They're cool watches. They're beautiful. They're really cool watches, and you know they're pri- they're they're not cheap. I think they're around. I think they start around three to four hundred, and they go up to there to over a thousand for an mm-hmm. automatic. Um, I can't personally say myself if I would spend that money for a brand I don't know about. I'd probably do more research, but...
0: However, I'm interested because if it helps me, that's going to be worth a lot more than $1,000. For sure. If you have chronic pain.
1: Yep. Yep. So very, very interesting brand that we knew nothing about, that we now know a little bit about. Mm -hmm. They all... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go for it.
0: (laughs) They also have a line that's new that's called The Fruits, and I think it's a Caribbean Strong. It's a philanthropic effort. So they're doing... Some work with uh, donating, yep, for good causes. And they so. reminded
1: me of swatches, like the original they're, swatches. They're, they're super very cool, colorful, like super fruity, colorful, fun, very you know. cute.
0: Yeah. Kind of like the Apple computers that used to come in colors.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or the the original Swatch watch that was a huge hit, right? So yeah, it was. I thought it was cool. I, me I really too. don't have I'm anything really negative to say about them. I thought it was a neat brand and. I'm looking forward to maybe seeing them again and mm-hmm. getting a little, a little possibly some hands-on time with them. We talked to him about that. So mm-hmm. we may actually to get see if we here. feel an
0: effect. And yep. if it does, I'm definitely looking to purchase one. So it's yeah,
1: really cool. interesting. Are we, are we done with Philip Stein?
0: We are. And I think we're pretty close to being out of time for this one.
1: Yeah. I think we can probably cover one more. I think we, we, we saw a lot of brands, so let's try to at least get one more in. Um, we've already talked about this brand. So let's, let's talk about him again. And that was Auris. Um You, this was, I think Friday around noon or a little afternoon. I think you were kind of done. You were pretty tired. You went back to the hotel. I went in and met with a couple of other brands, including Oris. And I mean, I, I know
0: I was so bummed I couldn't go. I just couldn't do it.
1: I know you were, you were tired. So I went and, you know, took one for the team and tried on all the Orises, which was absolutely horrible experience and Yeah.
0: <laughs> so um,
1: not. I mean, I I know a lot about Oris. I knew the, what their offerings were. I knew, you know, about all the new thirty six millimeter watches they came out with. I mean just for me, Oris and they're still privately owned. They're a small brand, so they're not beholden to a large corporation, which I think really helps them to be agile and come out with new designs and approve designs quickly. And uh you know, I, I went through basically the entire collection with, with one of the folks there and there was nothing I didn't like, but I was super impressed with the new 36, uh, what was it? The diver 65, the, they have a 36 millimeter aquas, which I didn't see the first day. And then the pointer date, which I, I'm a big fan of the pointer date anyway. And that 36 boy, it is nice. It's a really nice watch. So, you know, I spent probably, I don't know, 45 minutes there. Went through the whole collection. And then when I got home, when I got back to the hotel that night, I told you, you've got to see the Oris collection. And
0: I I was in bed. I'm like, oh, I missed it.
1: But what did we do Saturday? We went back. Yeah. So we did a bunch of drop-ins on Saturday after we had our appointments. And one of them was Oris. And we just walked in and said, do you have some time? We
0: almost didn't get to talk to anybody. But they... They made it happen and
1: they did. And, and we got to meet Angela who was awesome. She you was guys hit so it off.
0: amazing. And again, more women in watchmaking. Mm-hmm. There's actually a female designer designing for Oris. Yeah. So... We didn't know that. And she, we didn't she know She told that. us about
1: that, mm-hmm. but you guys, I mean, she was so excited when she learned about the podcast and about what you were trying to bring to this world of watch collecting and, you guys really hit it off, and so she went through and showed you everything.
0: And she actually said some of the same things I had said about, you know, what women want and really want to watch, and what the the manufacturers think we want or want us to want. Right. Because I almost think they want to kind of keep us in the dark on the whole quartz thing, because there's a lot of money to be made, saved, and made with a quartz.
1: Yeah, and I don't. I don't, I mean, that might be partially right. I don't know if it's they want to keep you in the dark or they just don't want to spend the time.
0: Retooling all their equipment. I understand. I mean, I I don't,
1: I don't know. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is there are fewer choices in kind of modern everyday sporty type watches Mm -hmm. in smaller sizes. And we've talked about Oris on past podcasts because along with some other brands, they are really, they're changing that. I mean, they're like, look, we've heard not only from women, but from men collectors on the forums that, Hey, if this was smaller, I'd buy it. Yep. So again, being a small company, they're like, let's make some smaller watches. And they took some of their most popular lines, like the pointer date in and 65, and they brought it thirty sixes, and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about great his and hers watches.
0: And I've seen a lot of men who aren't big, big men. They're wearing small watches now, especially, you know, a lot of the Asian cultures, Are really into the well. They've always wanted smaller watches, so
1: like brands like Breitling have struggled in Asia because they're gigantic and they just don't appeal, right? Because just in general, the everyone has smaller wrists. But yeah, I mean, I'm so impressed with them.
0: Which alarm is that?
1: Oh, that's the (laughs) that's okay. Should we put this up? Everyone hear that? That's our reminder to give our secretary Winky her meds for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> and it went off right as our timer went off for the show, which Excellent. Funny. But anyway, back to Aura. So, I mean, yeah. So
0: there's certain groups of people who are asking for smaller watches.
1: Yeah. I, I think a lot of and people are. And more than are, one. Yeah. And and it's it's mean, many groups. You look at me. When we first really got into this hobby, I think the first watch I bought was a gigantic 47, like almost 17 millimeters thick. And I wore it every day. I loved it. But as I've learned more and grown more and gotten more into the hobby, that size has been coming down. And I think the first small, smaller, like under 40 watch that I bought was my Rolex uh, Oyster Perpetual. And that thing is awesome. It fits so well. I can wear it every day. Now, I just I just reviewed the Seiko Belmatic that we bought. that's up on the website. And that's a 38. And I love it. I mean, mm-hmm. 36 is starting to get a little small. I'm still not 100% sure if I could go there. But maybe I maybe I could. I don't know. I mean, my tastes are definitely changing, and my tastes are definitely changing towards the or trending towards the smaller mm-hmm. sizes. So I don't know. I'm just. Well, I we can also share.
0: We can share a lot of those because women are liking a little bit larger watch, men are liking a little bit smaller watch. So it looks like we're kind of meeting in the center, and I think manufacturers are missing that that target. Women make up half the market, half the population on the planet, roughly, give or take a few percent. And I think that's a, I think they can really capitalize on that. Well, I
1: think there's a big opportunity because the numbers we heard getting kind of batted around at the show were women make up about 5% of the watch collecting community. Collecting, serious collecting. So I think that, I mean, I think there's a ton of room to grow there, just not even talking about a guy who goes out and buys a watch for his wife who's never owned a watch. Right. So I think there's a lot of room for growth in that community as well. So,
0: well, when I asked Christina, when we bought the Cartier, do do a lot of women buy this medium, the men's medium? She's like, Oh yeah,
1: I would be, I would be willing to bet that people going into Torno, they meet the women may be buying more of that watch than the quartz powered smaller Santos. I could be wrong. But looking at that quartz powered Santos on your, because I think you put it on your wrist versus this medium, I did no comparison. I did, but it's a totally no different comparison.
0: style. I mean, it's more delicate. It's very feminine. It's for you know, and I'm not a I'm not a teeny tiny girl. I'm not a big girl, but there are a lot of very petite women who love a small watch, and they love the diamonds. So there there's a, a watch for everybody. Love what you buy, and buy what you love. Yep. <clears throat>
1: that's kind that of my note, motto. <laughs> I think that's probably a good note to end the show for today since we're a few minutes over. Anything else you want to talk no. about while we're out there? We got Just... a lot more to talk about in the next show. So this is good. We've got more content for the upcoming Just feel honored show that weeks. we got
0: to go and talk to some really great people.
1: It, it was amazing. I mean, we made...
0: And now I need like a week of sleep.
1: Yeah, we're definitely recovering, but you know, I think, you know, you go there and you, you know, you're going to make contacts in the industry. But to me, especially with a few folks, I I feel like we made friends. I mean, and we'll talk more about that. I mean, it was a lot of fun. We made several friends. We did both on the manufacturer side, as well as on the editorial side. And yeah, I mean, just, it was just a great experience. We really had a good time and, you know, we got, we got to go to, we went to one of the, the after, the after event parties and,
0: it was just a great time.
1: It was oh, really the neon! Fun.
0: The neon museum was amazing. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about that. Maybe <laughs> next. Maybe next episode. Maybe we'll just have a party episode. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, I think with that, we can probably we can probably close this one out. So, uh, watch fam. As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on loveandwatches.com. On Instagram, we're at Love and Watches. If you want to follow us individually, it's at, at Ranch Racer and at Perpetual Girl. The podcast is on the website. It's on iTunes. It's now on Stitcher and TuneIn, and I'm missing one or two, but we're pretty much out there everywhere except for Spotify. SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud, of course. That's where we store the the files. So, oh, Google Play, Google Play. So if you're if you've got an Android phone, you're into Google Play. You can find us there now, so we're pretty much everywhere that we need to be. I think so. Please go listen to the podcast, um, check out the website, leave comments on the articles, leave comments on iTunes and Google and everywhere else, and let us know how we're doing. We
0: take criticism.
1: We do because we like to dish it out, so we are happy to take it.
0: It's like a Monty Python movie, pretty much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think so.
0: No one, no one is spared. <laughs> no,
1: no one is spared. So uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us let us know if we're doing things right or things wrong or things you want to hear about in the future. Um, You know, I think hopefully you're getting to know us at this point and you're getting to know what we like and don't like and what we like to talk about. Uh, We want to know what you want to hear. So let us know. And again, for those of you that have started following us uh, on the various channels and social media, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, If it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So,
0: yep, we're having a lot of fun.
1: Yep, we are really enjoying this. We
0: may be delayed in producing some podcasts sometimes, based on you know life gets in the way.
1: It does, yeah. But I think we hope we we hope hope you'll be patient. Yep, I think we're getting better. So, anyway, guys and gals, thank you so much. This is Ranch Racer
0: and this is Perpetual Girl.
1: And keep the dial side up, everyone. See you next time.
0: (laughs) And love what you buy, and buy what you love.
1: Later.